This is a podcast by The Straits Times. It's Money FM 89.3 and welcome to our regular sports show Game of Two Halves live every Monday on Money FM 89.3 where I host the sports podcasters from The Straits Times. I've got Sazali Abdul Aziz sports correspondent with the Straits Times Zia Ul Raushan who's a content producer with the Straits Times and gentlemen I I guess we can start by talking uh, you know a little bit about Kim's article you know and uh, and about what she wrote um it's an excellent feature if if anyone has come across it um it features on the culture of abuse suffered by some national athletes which ran in last Thursday's edition of the Straits Times it became one of the most read stories of the year and um it's been a very interesting article now i believe sozali you have something to say about this yeah yeah i think it's um in fact it was it was the uh, one of our most read uh, sports stories uh since the covid pandemic and and i guess it just shows um you know how much emotions are 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 uh are invoked when when you know people read these kind of stories where athletes are abused or, or you know mentally physically and and i think that the reaction has been mixed it's been great to see um that there have been athletes and parents who have uh, commended athletes for speaking up uh, about the struggles they went through uh you know some are saying it has encouraged them to to talk about their own experiences too um however even though we expected it, it's disappointing that there've also been people who who've left very snide remarks uh you know something like you know if you can't take the hit get out of the kitchen that kind of thing you know we, we've seen it on social media and so on uh, i think this only shows why it's sometimes so hard for athletes uh, who have been abused uh, to speak up about such experiences and and it highlights why uh, there needs to be more awareness about such issues and you know like how did this story come about in the first place Yeah well um a, a couple of months ago i think uh, former ry- rhythmic gymnast uh, Catherine Chia wrote about how she and 15 other gymnasts uh, struggled with body shaming uh, body image issues rather uh, because they were in a sport that focuses heavily on appearance and and you know because of coaches who sort of pressured them to to lose weight and so on um you know she she's just one of many athletes and gymnasts uh, who have come out uh, and come forward about how they've been uh, they've suffered uh, many years of abuse and and that's why we thought it was important to look into the issue and uh, like like you said you know I think my colleague Kimberly quite did uh, did, did the topic justice now she also you know uh, talked a lot about um uh, you know the abuse and during her research i mean i do wonder because i'm sure you've also come across the article yep. what what was the worst case of abuse that you sort of read about yeah well yeah i've spoken to her about about some of the different uh, things that she's encountered and you know i think she 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 feels that you know she she can not j- not any one particular case or, or issue um you know stands out because for her every single case of abuse is terrible and unacceptable uh, you know from student athletes being punished for not losing weight to to others being subjected subjected to psychological abuse it's it's heartbreaking to see these sorts of uh, practices in sport for me one of the me personally one of the things that i i read in her story which you know for me was mind blowing was uh one of the athletes uh diet plan for the day you know she had six grapes for breakfast 
20 baby spinach leaves for lunch and half a cup of milk for dinner. That reminded me of the Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode where they had the extreme diet, you know. I'm like... It's like a crash diet. Yeah, you know How how do you survive like it? Exactly. So, to to think that this is, is, uh, you know, and and sometimes the athletes, you know, they think that I have to do this because this is what my coach wants of me, you know, which is... That's, it's just wrong, lah. You know, so yeah, I think like like Kim uh, rightly, you know, mentioned. You know, it's it's uh, every single case is is unacceptable. Now, if you do like the Straits Times Game of Two Halves podcast, you can listen live on Money FM eighty nine point three every Monday, or you can subscribe to hashtag Game of Two Halves on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like us and give us a rating now. Ziel Raushan, the content producer at the Straits Times, joins us now to you know talk a little bit about an exciting weekend of football. Sazali as well will uh, you know pitch in his thoughts as well. I think there's only one place to start. Arsenal. Oh, yeah. Why, why I wouldn't not? agree that it's been an exciting weekend of sport. Yeah, it's, it's been one of those weekends I, mean, I don't I mean, mind getting I mean, through. I mean, it's, it's one of those weekends where, you know, everyone, you know, performed... Um, very poorly. At the end of and this weekend... it was competitive. Weekend. It was competitive. I mean, that's what we want to see, right? I mean, who wants the title? That's my question yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of this, this yeah. weekend. Yeah, it's, 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 such a, it's such a strange, strange, strange week with strange results, yes. you know, so... But I agree, Arsenal is a good place to start. I think we'll... Yeah, of course. I mean, Mikel Arteta's side have now lost four straight league games. At least Obama Young scoring at again. At home, yeah, at the wrong end. <laughs> at home for the first time in 61 years. Although they have reached the Europa League knockout stage this term... Arsenal's league form has been woeful. Both at home and away, they've lost seven of their past ten games overall. Now, this match will be uh, remembered for one, Aubameyang struggling to score at the right goal. Secondly, Granit Xhaka. Mm-hmm. His performance grabbing, uh, you know, the Burnley player by the neck. Someone of his player. Remember, he was stripped off captaincy before and Aubameyang took over. And when the team is going through, you know, such a terrible time, the, the manager, Mikel Arteta, had a few words to say about, you know, Xhaka as well as Mohamed El Neni. Let's take a quick listen to what he said. Being unacceptable to do that action is because the players are in a moment that they are so willing to do more, to fight more, to show how committed they are, um, to be alive in the games that in this occasion Granite has overstepped the line. And there's another action with Mo that I haven't seen but looks similar, you know, and uh, we cannot make that mistake uh, because that's a wrong approach um, to what we are trying to do. If you see the El Nani incident, of course it was an off-the-ball incident because the corner wasn't taken. He only got a yellow card, but from what I saw, it looked like another red. What is wrong with Arsenal? And a couple of weeks ago, I think uh, Pepe got sent off as well for yeah. a hit-butt in a yeah, game against, against Leeds, Leeds, if I'm not wrong. Leeds, yeah. So clearly discipline is a bit of an issue there, yeah. I think. I, I can see Ateta trying to put a positive spin on it, saying his players are getting too excited trying to carry out what he wants to do. But, hey, you need to get the basics right. You need to keep 11 players on the pitch to start with. And I think Arsenal really need to sort out their discipline. I, I think he's doing them no good, you know, by, by you know, sort of protecting them and saying, oh, you know, it's in the heat of the moment. They did it because they want to fight for the club. There's a, there's a line between, you know, playing with passion and, and doing stupid things on the football field. And I think, you know, a lot of the players uh, have, have just shown very bad decision-making. Uh, and, and that's resulted in, like you said, one of their worst runs for, for decades, you know. so. And I think they're going into a very busy period in the season. December, mm. obviously, is one of the busier times of the season. And if they, if they can't find form quickly, they can't keep players off the suspension list, then it's only going to get bad to worse. Yeah, I mean, like, he had this dream start to his tenure with Arsenal. 
of course, he won the FA Cup last year, last season. And now, you know, Arsenal can't buy a win. I mean, they're doing okay in the Europa League. They've qualified. Perfect record there. But, you know, certainly troubling times ahead for Arsenal, who sit in 15th position with only 13 points. I think for, 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 for Arteta, I think he has you know, not, not much more room for, 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 for mistakes. And uh, he's on T9s already. So I, I, my, if I were him, I would play my Europa League team yeah. in the league. Yeah. You know, yeah. the th- games are coming thick and fast. The youngsters have been doing well. Your, your Smith Rose, your Nketiah and, and so on. Uh, let them play, you know. Let them play, and, and so if, if they get the results, you look like a genius. If of they course. don't, yeah. you're gonna get the sack anyway. Yeah, yeah. So you know, not much to lose. Well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so. especially with Tottenham flying at the top of the table, I think that heaps further pressure mm-hmm. on the other North London clubs. So Ateta, to Shazali's point, I hope he gives the second string a run out, and hopefully they get some sort of uh, form going. Uh, you did mention Tottenham there. They drew last night against Crystal Palace. Uh, if you did manage to see the goals, two goalkeeping errors, uh, Harry Kane's um, strike from way, way out. Once again, fantasy team managers smiling today because <laughs> Yunming Son got the assist. Captain. But, but uh, Jose Mourinho, the manager, well, he was left frustrated at the end of the game. Uh, we, of course, love hearing what Jose has to say, so let's check in on him. I'm never okay with the point. I told that from the beginning of the season. Every game we go, we go to win. And if sometimes we don't win, it's because of credit to the opponent. And sometimes we we should do better. I think in in this case today is a little bit of both. We should do better, and I want to give them credit because they tried everything to to equalize. Tottenham on 25 points, Liverpool on 25 points, <laughs> Leicester City, who won 3-0 against Brighton last night, on 24 points, and Southampton, surprise package in there, in fourth on 23. It's very close, actually. Chelsea on 22, West Ham on 20, Everton United. Most competitive, you know, title race that we've seen in, I don't know, the best part of a decade, yep. where yep. there are about, you know, there's 10 teams actually vying for the title. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but but uh, you know, I I think Leicester and, and Southampton in particular uh, deserve real plaudits. I think Southampton, think yeah, mo- Southampton more. especially yeah, because you know they had to weather that period without Danny Ings, mm. and they're mm. still somehow up there. And now he's back, and you know I I think things can can only look good for them. You know, for the next few weeks. I think from a neutral standpoint, this is going to be a very very exciting year. Obviously, yeah. going into January after the flurry of games in December, we'll have a clearer picture. I don't think ten teams will be involved. Maybe five, but fair play, Southampton really deserve lots of credit for what they've achieved. Leicester, always there, thereabouts. I don't think the COVID break helped them last year. So hopefully they can keep the form going. What about year. what about Madison's uh, oh, yes. goal, man? Yeah. Oh Ridiculous. my gosh. That was I think, of, I think yeah. also James Madison coming you know, back into the fold has really helped Leicester course, City. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Vardy, he's just you know, always there uh, scoring those goals. And, and it really helps when you know, the team plays together and wins together, of course. But you know, special credit to Southampton because... Ralph Hasenhutl, he lost 9-0 against Leicester City oh, last yes. season, mm. right? And he's managed to turn around that same team, you know, brought in a few um, few additions. But I think one of the standout players, you mentioned Danny Ings, James Ward-Prowse, his mm. free-kick-taking abilities, and I think his overall leadership. He, of course, came through the Youth Academy, and he's thriving on the big stage now. It, it's Only just, a matter of time before Liverpool buy him. Of then. course, of course. It's just a matter of time. Now, I think Southampton should try their best to hold on to him because he's, he's definitely one uh, who they can build their team around. But some of the other games, you know, Liverpool against Fulham. 
I captain Mohamed Salah, and he, he scored a late penalty. And you know, Fulham should have won that game. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was it was a strange one again. I I, I think it's it's worth noting that I think almost all the teams that had uh, midweek games in Europe, I think all of them dropped except oh, Leicester. Said, I think, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So I I I think it it's starting the season is starting to take its toll mm, uh, and mm, and you know mm. there's uh, midweek EPL games in in a couple of days yep, yep. which is you know kind of mad and then weekend as well so it's 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 really this season is really the survival of the fittest and and you know it's it's gonna I, I'm really interested to see if Liverpool can can keep up you know because obviously Gengar pressing and and pressure and stuff like that you know a big part of their game wonder if, if they can sustain that all the way through the season and, 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 and get the results they need. And you didn't mention the games come thick and fast. Of course, top of the table clash. Liverpool against Tottenham in just a few days' time. How do you see uh, this one shaping up, Rashad? I'm going to go for a draw. I was just going to say that. That looks like it's got draw written all over it. But hey, it's Mourinho. So yeah. Mourinho yeah. always knows how to get a result, when to get a result. And even whoever wins that game, it's early days yet. It's too tight for the title to be decided this midweek uh, game. But I expect, fully expect an exciting game that I expect Tottenham to edge. Yeah, I, I think Tottenham will, will win as well. I, I know I'm the one who's sort of put cold, put, put cold water on, on their title aspirations. But, you know, why not? I, I, I see them beating Liverpool, definitely. And we didn't even uh, touch on the uh, very uneventful Manchester derby that, you know... <laughs> it was a derby? Place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually glad that you know because I was going to stay up for a set. You know, I'm optimistic. You know, we're going to bounce back. Paul, You're probably Pogba, the only United everything. Fan said and then, that. and then, and then, uh, and then I saw you know half past one in the boarding. I said, you know what, I'm gonna get some sleep. <laughs> I went to bed. It's my choice. And then, and and the first thing I checked was of course my fantasy team in the morning, and I saw Kevin De Bruyne three points. Everyone else, I was like, oh my, wow, amazing. Uh, yeah, oh, exactly. Amazing. It didn't seem like either team really wanted it enough. I mean, United obviously set themselves out not to lose because they were suffering from. Yeah, uh, Champions League hangover, but Man City, I, I was shocked that Guardiola put out a team like that. And Our manager's becoming it. a lot more tactical because we did see when United played Chelsea earlier this season, Lampard against Solskjaer was a similar sort of game. And of course, the Manchester derby, is Solskjaer just you know trying to play it safe after what has unfolded in Europe? I think that's the only thing he can do. He has to play it safe. He can't afford too many more high-profile losses because then he'll heap pressure on himself. So obviously he doesn't want to lose. But Man City, that was an opportunity for them to to climb up the table and I feel they will they will feel like they lost out more than Manchester United. Riyad Mahrez had a great chance. Mm, he mm, should have, mm, he should have mm, definitely, mm. definitely put that away. But uh, yeah, an interesting weekend of football that we've just, you know, witnessed. Uh, of course, Everton picking up a win against Chelsea as well. Just making it incredibly competitive. Now, looking ahead, of course, the fixtures are coming thick and fast now. Who are your uh, top of the table uh, sort of teams heading into Christmas? You see like Tottenham and Liverpool staying there or do you see a late challenger? I see Tottenham, Liverpool staying up there. Chelsea will eventually come to the fore as well. Man City, with the squad they have with Guardiola at the helm, I think they will be in the mix. I'm sorry to say this, but I expect Southampton, West Ham to drop out eventually. Yeah, West Ham has no right being there. <laughs> really, after that. They have shocked all of us with yeah. David Moyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah David exactly. Moyes. I've got in my team now, though. So, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, Suchak is uh, underrated. Yes. He's is, he is so good, you know? Yeah, but uh, they, they they are struggling with a couple of injuries at the moment, uh, West Ham. So, uh, yeah, like, I, I, I think they will they will sort of uh, gently float down the with, table. With all due respect, Southampton, West Ham, they would have started this season with a 40 point target. They're halfway there, and I think eventually they'll fizzle out. 
And Tazali, uh, just before we go, you, of course, mentioned um, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. They, of course, played over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Real winning that 2-0 and closing the gap on Atletico to just three points. But at the top of the table, yeah. Real Sociedad, Sociedad. Yeah, with David Silva, uh, Adnan Yanezai. Mm. You know what? What? What a what who, a fair, who, who mean, would have thought? Who yeah. would have thought? And and the, the the perfect kind of team where you know the neutral would just want to throw love their weight behind, Absolutely right? Absolutely you know, love you know, it. Yeah, uh, similar a, to a like legend. a Leicester City. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you 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 want to see these sort of fairy tale stories, yeah. but also keeping in mind Barcelona, who just picked up a win last night against Levante, go and play Sociedad midweek. Barcelona can close the gap, but they've been appalling this season. But if Sociedad can keep up this form, mm-hmm. we never know. Yeah, you never know. And like we said, you know, I, I don't think um, this trend of, of it being a, a very unpredictable, weird season is only restricted ah, to okay. England. Yes, so, yes. Uh, you know, who's to say Sociedad can't, uh, you know, go all the way? So, I, I'm, I'm, you know, definitely throwing my weight behind them. I mean, I love a good fairy tale and I'd love for Sociedad to stay there and do one over Madrid and Barcelona. Would absolutely love that. Now, well, there goes the final whistle for our sports discussion of the week. You, We hope you enjoyed listening to us. Don't forget, you can catch ST's hashtag Game of Two Halves podcast on demand on the audio apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Sazali, Raushan, thank you so much for joining me. And yeah, see you soon. Cheers, everyone. See you soon. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.